Welcome to week 11 of the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation, the fantasy booking show presented to you by the folks here. The Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast, the show that is for the fans, by the fans. I'm your phenomenal host, Mr. Podcasting, Chris Belcher. And joining me, as always, is the leader of the Mayhem brand, Mr. Andy York. Andy, week 11. Yeah, man. We're headed towards pay-per-view three. Right? Is it three? Yeah. Yeah, it's three. Uh, yeah, three. That's right. <laughs> this is probably the like the most nervous I've been about a week. Really? Since we started. Really? And I think part of it is because I, I don't think I've fully prepared for it as well as I same, have the others. Same. Yep. So like <clears throat> this may be my like crap week. So we'll mm. see. We'll kind of see how it goes. I, I'm not I don't think it'll be that bad. Because I've got some really interesting stuff, but there may be some filler stuff, and I hope I, I, I tried never to have filler stuff, but you never you can't really help it sometimes. That's true. So I'm kind of in that in that ballpark. Well, our man at the gorilla position, Mr. Brad Beal, is not with us this week, or he would rain down the booze on you. Yeah, he would. So, you know, he would. Yeah. Uh, but no, he always asks, "Are you ever going to pull up a bad week?" And this may know, be it. and we'll see what happens. I I don't think so. I mean, full disclosure for all of you who are out there listening, peek behind the curtain. We sort of threw this week eleven session together really quick. <laughs> I. We'll really pull the curtain back. I did not finish. I started booking this three hours before we started recording. Yes, me too. And I didn't stop. I didn't finish until like an hour before we started recording. Yeah, me so like, too. On the way here, I was putting together the music on the playlist. Like it's That's it's hilarious. it's. I feel like Vince McMahon ripping up the script and starting over on Monday at five o'clock before, Bro, <laughs> before Raw started. I, I thought the same thing. <laughs> like this morning, I was on my way back from taking my son to daycare, and I was like, "Okay, I'm thinking through some ideas. Mm-hmm. I know I already have an outline of what yeah. I want to do, but I'm like, man, this feels like Vince ripping up a script. And I'm like, you got two hours, yeah. go, yeah, and you got to write the whole show. I, I feel like, and that's a three hour show. This is this is like. I think right. 11 segments is like a two hour right. show. It so is, like, yeah. I, I, no, I don't want to do a three hour show that way, but <laughs> like I, it kind of helped and it didn't help right. because like I didn't have time to overthink things. So I was right. just like, all right, let's just start booking stuff. <laughs> let's right. just start making stuff happen and see where it goes. So like, and like I've learned that my outlines, cause like I'm like you, I outline every week, basically m- most of the time I've been busy, but most of the time I'll like outline an entire month including the pay-per-view and then start working on the actual booking of right. things. But right. that, that didn't, that has not happened this month. But like this week I was like, I wrote my outline down and then when I was booking, I was like, man, this outline sucks. So like I've got to kind of like reconfigure some stuff. So we'll see how it goes. It will certainly be interesting. Uh, also interesting is some trades happened. Uh, we will be revealing more pieces of that as we go along. Yeah. This week there'll be another revelation. This week, yeah. okay, yeah. All right, so we'll pull we'll pull back the curtain when that happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, week ten. Let's let's recap it real quick. Uh, okay, we want you to go back and listen to it. Obviously, there's a bunch of details and there's a bunch of things that we don't want you to miss. Mm-hmm. But go back and check out week ten. But before we do, let's recap it. Andy, I'll let you go first on the mayhem side from week ten. So we had the contract signing for the world championship match at Warzone between Seth Rollins and uh, John Moxley. Some words were exchanged, and Seth Rollins ended up getting paradigm shift through a table. Um, we had Wade Barrett's first time in the ring for a long, from a long time, and he got beat by Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of walked away with the victory after beating up Drew after the match was over. Um, Brock Lesnar does not seem to be his normal Brock Lesnar self. Uh, the Fiend has definitely gotten to him. Um, he got black mist sprayed in his face again for the second week in a row, so that's got to affect you some way, somehow. Um, and then um, the debut or the re-debut, the debut in Mayhem, but the re-debut of a faction, uh, the Hurt Business is officially in Mayhem, but it is not the Hurt Business you know. It is MVP, Bobby Lashley, the Street Profits, and Bianca Belair. And then the main event, it was Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn for the Pure Wrestling Championship in a ladder match with Sami Zayn walking away as the new Pure Wrestling Champion. The cracks and revision are starting to show more and more, and so it's... Uh, Got all all those egos in there. You do. You're probably going to have some cracks in the... In the system. And it's starting to show through. <clears throat> All right. Over on the revolution side, I could just say one thing and just drop the whole thing. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> no, I don't have to say anything else. We have a new, not intercontinental, not tag team, not women's champ, 
a new world heavyweight champion. Wow. His name is Matt Cardona. <laughs> oh, I man. did not stutter. It happened. Go back and check it out. Woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> we have a new champ. The semifinals are set for the tag team title tournament. Santana and Ortiz will take on Brian Myers and Smart Mark Sterling this week. And then next week, the new team in Revolution, the Lucha Brothers, will take on Edge and Christian. That'll be next week, week 12. Winner of those two matches will square off at the Call Your Shot pay-per-view to determine the new tag team champions. Uh, we also saw, speaking of cracks in the armor, of uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. They were defeated by Chelsea Green and Britt Baker. A banger of a match between Alexa Bliss and Candice LeRae. No, that did not happen just because they're two of my favorites. It was a banger. <laughs> it was good. It was, very, it was very good. The Poison Ronda from the top was nice. That was great. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, what else? I mean, Chris Jericho still um, is freaked out. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll see a little bit more of that this week. Maybe that'll get... Uh, rekindled. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, that's that's week 10, man. Um, lots of bombshells yeah. on both sides, really. Yeah. Um, new champs on both sides. New champs that's on both sides. That's twice we've done that, by the way. I know. It'll probably that's happen again. Like, but with. the same week is like same two week. months in a row. It's baffling. Same week. <clears throat> All right, let's get into it. Mayhem starting us off this week. <laughs> 30 minutes on the clock. Yep. And here we go. <laughs> the crack in the system They paint me a villain I'm back with a vengeance Like I'm a god I can't be defeated I am the reason I am the source I got a legion Oh wait a minute Wait a minute We gotta, we gotta Cut backstage We gotta cut backstage There is a massive brawl Taking place in the parking lot Between the elite sure And Bullet is. Club Finn Balor and Hangman Page There's there's mayhem Literally everywhere Finn Balor and Hangman Page Are just throwing hands Styles and Omega Are hockey fighting The Bucks and the Good Brothers Are literally just Throwing each other around security and officials are trying to get in the back William Regal's back there yelling at everybody but these men are not stopping they end up actually just brawling out of the arena into the into the street basically it's mayhem to start off the show we got to cut back to the ring sorry folks there is no pyro this week I am Michael Cole I don't know what is happening joined by Pat McAfee it is literal mayhem to start off the show tonight and it's not going to get any better because we have women's tag team action to start off the show this week Here comes Bailey and Jordan Grace out to the ring. <clears throat> Bailey is one of the number one contenders for the Women's World Championship. With Jordan Grace by her side, there's really nothing this that Bailey can't do. Like Bailey, Bailey has a bright future. Jordan Grace has a bright future here on the Mayhem brand. But they are not alone. They are going to be facing the tag team of Sasha Banks, the other number one contender for the Women's World Championship. Bailey and Sasha have a lot of history and a lot of bad blood between the two of them. But Sasha's not going to go out to the ring yet. She's on the she's on the ramp and she is waiting for her partner. The PBWF Women's World Champion Becky Lynch is making her way out to the ring with Sasha Banks. They are making their way to the ring for this tag team action. This is going to be a very highly contested match. They get into the ring. The bell rings, and ba uh, Bailey and Becky start off this match. Uh, and each woman is just really trying to get the upper hand. Bailey goes for the Bailey to Belly, uh, but Becky escapes out of it and nails her with a massive German suplex. Bailey has already had enough. She goes to tag in Jordan Grace. G uh, yeah, Jordan Grace. There we go. <laughs> Gordon Grace. Jordan Grace quickly gets the advantage by just throwing Becky around the ring. However, she throws Becky into her own corner and just basically dares Sasha to tag in. Sasha Banks tags in and immediately just goes running after Jordan Grace, getting some offense in. Uh, she goes on the middle rope. She's going for that double leg Meteora, but Jordan Grace just catches her and just mashes her with a huge powerbomb. Can Sasha recover? We have to take our first commercial break. We come back from commercial break. Bailey is now legal with Sasha 
Uh, and Bailey is just continuing the beatdown. She gets, she goes for the pile driver finisher, but Sasha is able to kick her in the head, nailing her with a code breaker out of nowhere. Sasha is slowly crawling through a corner and finally makes the hot tag to Becky. Becky is fired up and begins to take the offense to both Bailey and Jordan Grace. She nails Bailey with a Beck exploder suplex and then na- uh, takes Jordan off the apron with a drop kick. Uh, she goes for the manhandle slam, but Bailey reverses it. Goes for the pile driver, but Becky avert- reverses it and tries to lock in the disarmor. However. Bailey rolls through into a roll-up. One, two, Becky kicks out. But quickly, Jordan Grace is now in the ring and nails her with a massive spine buster before tossing her over to Bailey for the huge pile driver. Bailey covers Becky. One, two, Sasha is in to break up the pin. Sasha nails Bailey now with a code breaker before uh, she dodges Jordan Grace and hits her with a huge jumping meteor. All four women are down. Everybody is down in the ring. Wait a minute. What is she doing here? That's Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair is here on Mayhem. We have just received word that Charlotte Flair is now officially a part of the Mayhem brand, and she is making her way out there with three of the other, with the other three, four horsewomen in the ring. Charlotte Flair makes her way to the ring. She gets in the ring and immediately gives a big boot to Sasha before hitting a massive natural selection onto Becky. The referee rings the bell. He throws this one out. Bailey and Jordan Grace slowly pull themselves up, laughing. Bailey goes to hug Charlotte. Charlotte goes for the hug, but then nails Bailey with a massive big boot of her own. She grabs Jordan Grace. Or Jordan Grace takes off running towards Charlotte, but she dodges, bounces off the and hits a huge spear onto Jordan Grace. Charlotte is alone in the ring. She grabs a microphone and she says, at Warzone, we will finally figure out who the best of the four horsewomen are. <laughs> I'll see you there. She drops the mic. Is Charlotte Flair going to be a part, be a part of that match now? We're going to have to get some confirmation from somebody, but right now let's send it up to our colleague Renee Young. Renee Young is backstage with Drew McIntyre, and she says, Drew... Coming off your match with Wade Barrett last week, do you have something to prove to the Knights this week? <clears throat> Drew says, "Well, Renee, Walter really put a lot of thought put a lot of thoughts in my head. Have I reached my full potential? Am I truly the Scottish warrior? Am I truly someone who shouldn't be messed with here on Revolution?" <laughs> well, I'm actually going to find that out very soon because Walter, I challenge you to a match. Ooh. And don't make me wait for the answer. Otherwise, when you see me, you won't like how I respond. Samoa Joe is making his way out to the ring with a microphone in his hand. He has a lot of stuff he wants to get off of his chest, we are told. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we will be back to hear from Samoa Joe. We come back from commercial break. Samoa Joe is in the ring uh, with a microphone in his hand. He says, C.M. Punk. My, my, how the tables have turned, my friend. Once the beloved hero, now the man showing his true nature. Punk, you can hide all you want. (laughs) The doctors can say you aren't medically cleared all they want, especially after the beatdown I gave you. But we both know that you're just not man enough to get in the ring with me again. Mm. So now here's your chance. Now's your opportunity to get me. Or just stay home for, what, another seven years? (laughs) He drops the microphone down. He's looking down the ramp. He's calling out CM Punk. Is CM Punk here to answer? CM Punk's music hits, but Punk's nowhere to be found. Samojo is very irate. He's waiting. He's calling out Punk. He's waiting for Punk. He's fired up. But from behind, Punk just slides into the ring with a steel chair and just cracks the chair over Joe's back. Samojo falls out of the ring. He's kind of running his way back up the ramp. CM Punk grabs the microphone. He says, oh, now who's scared, Joe? Now who's the coward? Warzone. CM Punk versus Samoa Joe is official. But Joe, be careful what you ask for. I'm not the same guy you've had wars with in Ring of Honor. But at Warzone, you will find out just how dangerous I can truly be. Wow, it is official at Warzone. We are getting the matchup that people have been waiting for for a long time. CM Punk versus Samoa Joe once again. These two men have had absolute wars with one another back in Ring of Honor. It is very, it's going to be very exciting to see what they are, what they are going to do. We cut backstage and we see William Regal leaving his office. He's got that massive announcement that he's going to make. But all of a sudden a PBWF official comes running up and he goes, Mr. Regal, 
we just kind of received word that Brock Lesnar is on his way and that he's going to hurt everyone until he gets his hand on Bray Wyatt, hands on Bray Wyatt. Mm. Regal just kind of throws his hands up and says, great. I knew this was going to happen at some point. Has anyone seen Bray? And the official just kind of says, no, sir. But behind the conversation in the background, <laughs> we see Ramblin' Rabbit pop <laughs> yes. up from behind some crates and Julia Hart standing right beside with this sadistic evil smile as she's kind of petting Rambling Rabbit. <laughs> <clears throat> William Regal says, all right, well, just let me know when Brock gets here. And he kind of walks out of frame. We cut back to the ring, and a <laughs> bruised Shinsuke Nakamura is in the ring. He was not going to turn down a fight. He was not going to turn down a challenge. And his opponent, Drew McIntyre, is looking for a bit of revenge after what happened in week one or two. I don't remember. One or two of PBWF Mayhem in the tournament when Shinsuke, it was week one, when Shinsuke one. Yep. upset Drew McIntyre in the tournament to move on to the second round. Drew's got some passion behind him. These two men are friends, but when competition's involved, friendship kind of goes out the window. The bell rings, and both men stand in the uh, both men stand in the middle of the ring, and they shake hands. And then quickly, Drew just kind of begins to overpower Shinsuke. He begins to toss him around the ring. He goes for the future shock, but Shinsuke is able to get out of it and hit him with a huge kick to the side of the head. Drew is kind of staggered against the rope, but Shinsuke bounces off the ropes and hits a huge kitchen sink, sending both men flying out of the ring as we cut to commercial break. That was hard to say. <laughs> we come back from commercial break, and Shinsuke is trying to hit a German suplex, but Drew blocks it and somehow turns it into a huge Alabama slam. Uh, Drew then kips up. He grabs Nakamura and nails him with the Future Shock DDT. He covers him. One, two. Nakamura kicks out somehow. Drew goes for the Claymore, but once again, Shinsuke reverses it into a massive Kinshasa. That's how he beat him in the tournament. He covers him. One, two. Drew kicks out this time. Shinsuke can't believe it. He goes for another Kinshasa, but this time out of nowhere, Drew catches him with a Claymore in midair. He covers him. One, two, three. Drew McIntyre gets the win. He gets the victory over Nakamura. He celebrates in the ring. Drew, Drew uh, Shinsuke slowly pulls himself up. Drew and Nakamura shake hands as Shinsuke exits the ring. And while Drew is celebrating, all of a sudden there's a commotion on the ramp. It's the Knights of Wrestling. They they just begin to beat down on Drew Ma or on Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh -oh. Drew starts to get out of the ring, but Walter has a microphone. He says, "Drew, stop right there." Uh, I lost my place. He said, "Drew, stop right there. If you don't want Shinsuke's neck to be snapped in half, then just stop." Who do you think you are challenging me to a match? Where do you think you deserve this opportunity? Drew, you aren't on my level. <laughs> you never have and you never will be. I'm the ring general. So if you want the embarrassment of losing to me, then I accept. But you will learn to keep your mouth shut. Mm. The Knights of Wrestling, the bar kind of let go of Shinsuke. But Walter grabs a steel chair and just breaks it over Shinsuke's head, busting him open. Drew bails out of the ring, starts running up to the running up towards the Knights of Wrestling. The Knights bail. Drew is calling for help. We've got to take a commercial break. We got to figure oh out what's gosh. going on with Shinsuke. Jeez. We are back from commercial break and we are backstage. And once again, Drew McIntyre is watching them load someone into an ambulance. First time it was Bully Ray. This time it is Shinsuke Nakamura. Renee Young walks up to Drew. She says, Drew, what are your like what are you feeling right now? He just grabs the microphone and he says, Walter, you want to bring this side of me out? You want me to show all the you mean to show you all the potential I have? Then it's not gonna wait till Warzone. Because our match is next week. Oh my. We cut back to the ring and William Regal is standing in the ring with a microphone in his hand and he says Warzone is shaping up to be a mighty fine pay-per-view but I look I like to look towards the future and that is why I am excited to announce that in one month our next pay-per-view but from the crowd we see the Bullet Club and the Elite are still <laughs> brawling into the crowd they've made their way back into the arena security is trying to stop them but nothing is working finally Regal has had enough and he yells from the top of his lungs enough you moronic children I've had it with you or I've had I've had it so here's what's going to happen ladies and gentlemen you want to see them fight then tonight in our main event Kenny Omega you will go one on one with AJ Styles. Yeah. And the winner of that match will get to choose the stipulation at Warzone. Wow. Now get out of my ring. 
Finally, the Bullet Club and the Elite are, are separated and they're forced to leave. The Bullet Club go up the ramp. The Elite are forced to leave out of, their, out of the crowd. This is absolutely chaos here. It's absolutely mayhem. He grabs the microphone again. He kind of fixes his jacket and he says, Now, where was I? <laughs> oh, right. Our next pay-per-view is going to be called Let's Rumble, mm. where we will have our very first Mayhem Rumble match. 30 participants, one winner. The winner will get to fight for the world championship at the end of the line pay-per-view. Now, I will be watching over the next couple of weeks to find out who is truly ready to... And on commentary, you see Pat McAfee throw his his, uh, pencil up in the air and goes, oh, this loser, what does he want? MJF has a microphone in his hand. He says, Regal, Regal, finally something I can sink my teeth into. I mean... The first ever pure wrestling champion deserves a spot, right? William Regal just kind of laughs and looks at him and says, you mean the man who won by luck and then lost it two weeks later? MJF says, hey, don't disrespect me, Regal. I don't mind hurting some old timer. And Regal just kind of puts his hand on his shoulder and says, MJF, you know, I'm actually glad you're out here. Because it just so happens to be that your no DQ match with Miro is right now. And MJF throws the microphone, and he is not happy about it. Miro is not happy about what happened last week. Miro just makes basically a jog down to the ring. He slides into the ring. The bell rings. Regal leaves. Uh, MJF just bails out of the ring. uh, Miro is in the ring looking at him. He's kind of standing over by the commentary. Pat McAfee says, look at this this scared jabroni standing next to me, Cole. MJF is all of a sudden getting getting in Pat McAfee's face. But from behind, MJF uh, gets cracked with a massive super kick from Miro. Miro rolls him back into the ring. He turns around. He gives Pat McAfee a high five. He grabs a steel chair and just beats MJF with it. Finally, he breaks the bottom part of the chair and applies the game over with the piece of chair. MJF is forced to tap out immediately. MJF, uh, McAfee on commentary says, that's right, MJF better not learn to mess with Miro and McAfee, baby, as we cut to commercial break. <laughs> we we come back... <laughs> we come back from commercial break, and MJF is finally rolling his way out of the ring. <laughs> he rolls out of the ring towards where Pat McAfee is, and Pat's just kind of standing there just laughing at him. And MJF's had enough. He shoves Pat McAfee back into his chair and then grabs some water and throws it into his face. Michael Cole is getting between him, says he's not worth it. He's not worth it. As MJF just kind of walks away, Pat McAfee is livid about what's happened. And we cut backstage. We see Seth Rollins knocking on the door to Kevin Owens' locker room. Kevin Owens open it, and Seth Rollins says, Hey, Kev, man, where have you been? I've, I've been texting and calling you all week. Look, I'm sorry about what happened last week. It was all Moxley's fault, all right? You're not stupid, man. You know I wouldn't have done that on purpose. And Kevin Owens just looks at him and says, Look, Seth, I just need some time, all right? The only reason I'm here this week is because Hunter asked me to be here. So why don't you just wait for him to call us out? And get out of my face as he pushes past him, shoulder bumps him, and walks down. And Seth's like, man, come on, Kevin. What's going on? What's wrong? (laughs) We cut to the ring. And Papa Hunter is here, and he is not pleased about what has been going on with revision over the last couple of weeks. He gets into the ring. He's got a microphone. He says, cut my music, cut my music. We don't have time for this. When I first started Revision, I wanted to assemble the greatest group of talent that I could find. And I did just that. But then it it quickly turned into me running a daycare. So I'm here to right this stupid wrong and move on from it. Seth, Kevin, rest of you boys, get out here now. And here comes the world champion, Seth Rollins, doing his little dance out. Nothing is wrong with Seth Rollins. He's still got his title. FTR and Wardlow are with him as well. They're kind of looking at him like, man, you are you got to be careful, man. This could go very wrong very quickly. <laughs> He's making his way out. The crowd is getting ready to sing. And Kevin Owens' music just hits, cuts him off. Seth throws his hands up in the air. Kevin Owens just makes a beeline right past him. And Seth's like, all right, fine, I can dance to this. And he starts dancing down to the ring to Kevin Owens' music. Triple H has his hand, his head in his hand, just kind of shaking his head. He doesn't know what's going on. Everybody's in the ring. All of Revision, including Triple H, is in the ring. Triple H has the microphone. He says, all right, look, let's just move on and try to recover from what happened last week. Seth, I know you were just trying to help but you completely screwed up and cost Kevin. And Kev, 
no matter how frustrated you get, you shouldn't push your brother down like that. Seth Rollins has a microphone and says, yeah, Kev, look, it was your fault. Or it was your fault you were putting that match in the first place. I was just trying to help. Help. And Kevin Owens looks at him and says, my fault? You were the one that suggested this stupid match. Then you put my title on the line, and then you added the ladder. Stipulation. Look, Seth, I don't think this is working out anymore. I only joined because Hunter asked me to, and now that I'm here, I realize how just how stupid and selfish you are. So you, uh, so no matter what, we are officially done. Mm. Kevin Owens gets out of the ring as we hear John Moxley's music hit. He's coming out of the ring, uh, coming down to the ring. He's got a microphone in his hand. As he's walking down the ring, we see Kevin Owens leave. We see FTR leave. We see Wardlow leave. We see Triple H leave. And, and Seth Rollins kind of has his hands up like, guys, where are you going? What's going on? <laughs> Moxley has a microphone. He jumps the barricade and he says, do we have a little trouble in paradise, boys? <laughs> is, Daddy Honey, is, that, is Daddy Hunter's baby boys fighting? Oh, that's so sad. And as he's talking, as he gets in the ring and everybody's left, Moxley slides into the ring. He turns Seth around for the paradigm shift, but from behind, Kevin Owens is back in the ring and low blows John Moxley. Mm. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins look at each other, and then they laugh and they embrace. They had planned this all along. Revision is not broken up. They are fine. Wow. FTR is back in the ring. Wardlow is back in the ring. Everybody is just beaten down on John Moxley. Wardlow power bombs Moxley. FTR hits the big rig. Kevin Owens hits it's a stunner and directly into a curb stomp from Seth. Revisions planned work worked perfectly. Kevin Owens rolls Moxley out of the ring, picks him up, and plants him with a huge power bomb to the apron. John Moxley is in a very bad way. Revision is back up the ramp. They are celebrating as we cut to commercial break. Seg we headed into seven. Oh, wow. I got to hurt. All right. We come back from commercial break. Uh, medical personnel is checking on John Moxley. Get him on his feet. All of a sudden, from the ramp, we see a, uh, a, a PBWF official come flying through the curtain. Oh, and, and then Brock Lesnar appears, angry as ever. He begins to tear his way down to the ring. Uh, no one is willing to stop him because of the, just the rage in his eyes. He gets in the ring, grabs a microphone, and he yells, Bray Wyatt, get out here now. And then the lights go out. And then a spotlight... Uh, appears, but from behind Brock Lesnar steps out Julia Hart. Brock turns around and is just raging mad at this point. He goes to take a step towards her, but she puts her hand out to stop him, and Brock just stops and then grabs his head and then starts to roll around. Uh, the, if you They do a close-up, and the spot on his eye has gotten bigger and bigger. Julia Hart seems to have some trance on Brock Lesnar. He's completely powerless. She steps towards him even closer, but somehow Brock is able to kind of break free for a second. He lifts her up and nails her with an F5 as the lights go out. But when they come back up, Brock is laying on the mat and Julia is completely gone. Have we seen Brock Lesnar ever be manipulated like this before? I don't think we ever have. We cut backstage and we see Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens of the rest of Revision walking. FTR is kind of trailing behind when all of a sudden the bar just out of nowhere jump FTR, begin to attack him. The rest of the Knights of Wrestling begin to brawl with uh, Walter and with Wade Barrett. Uh, the Knights of Wrestling stand tall over them. The bar looks at uh, FTR. They have the tag team championships and they just look at him and said, we'll see you at Warzone and toss the titles wow. at him as we cut to commercial break. Wow. We come back from commercial break. We all want to go big. Big E is making his PBWF Mayhem debut here, ladies and gentlemen. He is back and he is ready for action. He gets in the ring and his opponent is none other than Bobby Lashley. Two big meaty men slapping meat. We get in the ring. The bell rings. We're going to move through this as quickly as we can. Both men try to get the advantage, but neither man can. Bobby goes for a suplex. Big E is able to escape it. He goes for the big ending, but Bobby somehow gets out of it, bounces off the ropes, and hits a huge spear onto Big E. He tries to apply the the hurt lock, but Big E is able to get out of it, nailing him with a spear of his own. He goes for the running. Big E hits the running splash, completely crushing Bobby. He picks him up for the big ending, but Bobby escapes. He tries to put the hurt lock on again, but Big E is able to get out of it, somehow picking him up, nailing him with a massive big ending out of nowhere. He covers Bobby. One, two, Bobby kicks out the last second. Big E can't believe it. He pulls Bobby up, but this time Bobby is able to slip out. He applies the hurt lock and begins to wrench back. Big E is refusing to tap, but his body gives up on him, and he officially passes out. Bobby Lashley picks up the massive win over Big E. And as we cut backstage, there's a lot of commotion. We see Brock Lesnar kind of stumbling through the hallway. He is running into the walls, and he can't really stay on his feet. 
And out of the shadows, he kind of falls down to his knees and he starts throwing up this black liquid stuff. And backstage, out of the shadows, we see uh, behind Brock Lesnar, Julia Hart, who is completely fine after taking the F5, just step out of the shadows. And then for a brief second, the head of the fiend pops out right behind her and goes away. And finally, Brock is able to get back up on his feet and he's able to finally leave the arena. And here comes Kenny Omega. He's already starting to make his entrance out to the ring. Our main event is next. Kenny Omega versus AJ Styles. Segment? Nine, but it's, it, we're going to move through quick. Uh, <clears throat> we come back from commercial break, and they run down. Next week, our main event is already set as Drew McIntyre will go one-on-one with Walter. Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens will team up against the bar, as well as Seth Rollins and John Moxley having a face-to-face. And we will have the official contract signing of the Bullet Club versus the Elite, where we will find out the stipulation. And we have wow. just received word that Bray Wyatt himself will be live with us. But now it is time for our main event. And here comes AJ Styles. He's making his pyro. He does his thing. He gets in the ring. The bell rings. We're running low on time here. Uh, both men are going at it. Neither man can really get the advantage. Kenny goes for the one-winged angel quickly, but Styles escapes to the apron. He goes for the phenomenal forearm, but Kenny dodges it and nails him with a massive V-trigger. Uh, the match kind of continues with Kenny in control. He begins to easily beat down on AJ. AJ can't get any offense in, but Kenny refuses to stop. Finally, AJ gets an opening and begins to uh, to take the attack to Kenny. He finally gets Kenny down. He goes for the springboard 450, but as he jumps up, Kenny is back up and pushes him, sending him crashing into the announce table, not breaking it as we cut to commercial mm. break. We come back from commercial break, and AJ is still in a really bad way. Kenny goes for the one-winged angel again, but AJ escapes and plants him with a clothesline from behind, and then AJ just begins to chop the chest of Kenny. Uh, Finally, Kenny blocks and goes for another V-trigger, but this time AJ grabs his legs and applies the calf crusher. Kenny is screaming in pain. He is crawling to the bottom rope. But AJ, before he gets to the bottom rope, releases, pulls him back, and then grabs his other leg and applies the same move to it. Now, both legs are injured. Both legs are hurting. Finally, Kenny grabs AJ's head and just begins to pound it into the mat, sort of like Brock Lesnar. Mm. Kenny tries to get up, but his legs are in a bad way. AJ sends him out to the ring and begins to beat down on him. He lays Kenny on the announce table. He th- he tries to s- he goes to set him up for the Styles Clash, but then he stops. He lays him down. He rolls back into the ring. And this time he goes for the 450 splash from the outside, from the ring to the table, taking Kenny out, crashing himself as well as we take our final commercial break. We come back from our commercial break. AJ and Kenny are trading shots back and forth in the ring. Both men are spent and tired. Neither man can get the advantage. Finally, AJ and Kenny both go for a clothesline, taking each other down. Both men are down. And all of a sudden, here comes Hangman Page. He is quickly followed by the Bullet Club, and they just begin to beat down. It's a three-on-one beatdown, basically, at this point. In the ring, AJ is up and turns around, but eats a huge super kick from Nick Jackson while the referee was distracted. Kenny lays out. Uh, Kenny is now down, or AJ is down. Kenny crawls over. He lays one arm over AJ, covers him one, two, but he's able to kick out at the last second. Now, Nick and uh, Page and the rest of the Bullet Club are brawling ringside. The referee is completely distracted. Matt Jackson slides into the ring now. Kenny grabs AJ for the super kick, but this time when he he dodges it, making Kenny eat the super kick, and then he gives Matt Jackson the Pele kick. Kenny bounces off the ropes from the super kick directly into his Styles clash. He covers him one, two, three. AJ Styles gets the win, and Bullet Club gets to pick the stipulation for their match at Warzone. But now the brawl is just all over the place. It's inside the ring. It's outside the ring. Michael Cole and Pat McAfee throw their headsets down. They are jumped. They jumped off commentary. <laughs> they they jumped the barricade for safety. The brawl is out of hand. We are out of time, and we will be back next week. Oh, you had a little bit of time left. Whew. But you had to have a three segment main event with AJ Styles and Kenny Omega. Absolutely. Like you had to. Absolutely. You got to give that one time for sure. I was not about to rush that match at all. Nope, not at all. Um, dude. The puppets. I love <laughs> the puppets showing up finally. Yeah. Like, I feel like they've shown up in the, the Firefly Funhouse, yep. but... They haven't shown up, like... Exactly. In real life, yeah. Yes. I'm so glad the puppets showed up. That was great. Yep. Dude, before we get to the trade, I didn't mention this last week, but it jogged my memory whenever we were... Uh, whenever Revision was coming out mm-hmm. and doing their whole thing. That... Seth Rollins' promo last week was like to a T Seth Rollins. <laughs> like, I could seriously, like, 
we've talked before, like it is difficult sometimes for us to visualize everything that's happening because we're kind of focused on what we're doing right. and, you know, we kind of have to go back and watch. No, 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 no. <laughs> I literally pictured Seth Rollins doing every bit of that and saying every bit of that, almost to the point where I almost interrupted you and said, what color is his suit? Like, I need to know. It, I, I had it in my head. It was like a salmon pink type. See, that's yeah, perfect. Sparkles. See, yeah. So like, oh my gosh, it was that promo was fantastic last week, Thank and you. then him dancing to Kevin Owens music, I love so much. I love the fact that he's kind of just like uh, uh, he he's oblivious, right, to all things that are happening, right. That's so funny. Um, so trade, trade, Charlotte Flair. It's going to sound like a dumb trade. In retrospect, but it, will, it, 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 it worked out. It it's is going to sound out. like a dumb trade. Go, go, I'll let you. I'll let you take the take the wheel on this. So what ended up happening? If you heard our after the the pay per view, second pay per view, you heard Chris being dejected about a pick, uh-huh. and that's because I went in my first pick. I picked up this dude. Um, which, you can say he's our debut. Yeah, which is Taz. I picked up Taz. Which uh, you know, I was going to put Taz in the MVP spot for the Hurt business. So I was going to be Taz. Kind of Team Taz, Hurt Business kind of come together type sure. thing. Um, but then I got to thinking like, well, I can use MVP. Taz is Taz is cool. Like I'd much rather have Taz, but MVP is fine. Right. Um, and then I was like, I don't know. Like you were trying to give me trades for like who I could get for Taz. And I was like, you know, I have three of the four horsewomen. Let's just do, you know, let's just add Charlotte to the team and we'll do that match. And then I'll start burying her after that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it was official. Mayhem received Charlotte. And Revolution, Revolution receives Taz. So, so yes, it may sound like a, a wild trade, but Taz was one of the pickups that I wanted. Yep. I have specific plans for Taz. Uh, we saw Taz pop up in week nine. Yep. You are probably going to see Taz pop up <laughs> in week Spoiler. 11. Spoiler alert, he's going to pop up. So, trade is official. Um, we are still waiting on the other shoe to drop for the AJ Styles trade. Yeah. Um, don't hold your breath on that one. It might be a bit. Not a bit, but it might be a, a little bit. Huh. So, hold on to your hats for that one. <laughs> All right. But, man, good show. Um, I don't feel like you rushed through it. I know we were both expressed some hesitancy and whatever. No, I don't feel like you rushed through it. I thought it was good. I, when I looked, I, I don't remember what. I think it was on the revision segment. And I was like, 19 minutes. And I was like, this is segment six. Yep. We've got to. No, it was the Brock segment. I was like, we got to. We got to run. Gotta run. We got to kind of run through this. We got to run. Mine's going to be a little bit long, too. I cut um, like half of the, the Bobby. Big E match I too. Figured. By the way, so I was like, "It's not a squash." I promise. Big E was not squash. It was back and forth. Right. Well, that's that's another one of these things. Is like we're not giving you every little rest hold right. and punch and all that other kind of stuff, but right. we're hitting the highlights yeah. for you. New you day. Now, New day. Two weeks ago by the bar, they got squashed. Right. They got they got absolutely squashed. But Big E did not get squashed. Right. All right. Moving over to the Revolution side. Here we go. Thirty minutes on the clock. We also. Do not have an opening <laughs> package this week. We opened to a shot of the backstage area. Roman Reigns is power walking through the hallways. <laughs> Paul Heyman is just trying his best to keep up with him, but he cannot. They turn. Please <laughs> tell me he has an ice pack on it. <laughs> yes, he does. He has an ice pack. Uh, they turn a corner. They see Steve Austin's office, and without hesitation, Roman Reigns busts through the door. Roman Reigns face to face with our general manager. Neither man backing down. Then you see Paul Heyman finally peek into the frame, and he says, Mr. Austin, we need to have a chat. The two men stare each other down as we dissolve into a shot of the crowd buzzing in the arena. Here we are. Welcome to Revolution. We are kicking things off with semi-final action in the tag team title tournament. Santana and Ortiz the team that not only made their shocking debut two weeks ago, but they knocked off who many would feel were the favorites in this tournament, Fish and O'Reilly. Their opponents representing the major players. It's Smart Mark Sterling and the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers. Bell sounds, this one is underway. 
Smart Mark starting this thing off with Santana. Kind of surprised. He's not really scared to get in there after last week. We'll see how tonight goes, though. He tries to be technical. He goes behind Santana. He tries to suplex him. Santana overpowers him. He turns it back. Turns into the back suplex into a crossbody. Quickly covers Smart Mark, but it's only a one count. Both men get up to their feet. Huge super kick by Santana. Smart Mark is down, but he's close to his corner. So Brian reaches over and makes the tag. Brian is in, charges in for a clothesline. Santana ducks. Myers off the ropes, gets hit with a huge drop kick. Several minutes go by. Ortiz is now legal with Myers. Myers shoots him off the ropes, goes for a shot, but Ortiz ducks as he goes to hit the other ropes. Smart Mark pulls the rope down, and Ortiz spills to the outside. Smart Mark again, pointing to his brain, saying he outsmarted these guys. But Santana comes up from behind, pulls Smart Mark off the apron, picks him up, crotches him over the bear. And it's followed up by a super kick by Ortiz as Smart Mark was straddling the top of the barricade. Things went quickly from great to terrible. Wait a minute. Things went terrible for the major players, but but that's Taz. Taz is coming out to the ring. What is going on? We got to take our first commercial break. See, I told you Taz would come up. Yes, I think. We are back. Smart Mark Sterling has seemingly recovered somehow. He's taking the advantage on Santana as we head towards the end of this match. Santana starts making a comeback. Rights, lefts, goes for a super kick. Smart Mark catches the foot. Big insecurity by Santana. Both men crawl into their corners. Myers tagged in first. He goes over, knocks Ortiz off the apron. Santana makes his way to his feet. Spear by Brian Myers. He goes for the cover. One, two, shoulder up. By Santana. Brian Myers is frustrated. He can't believe it. Goes to the top rope for that heat-seeking elbow. He dives off. Nobody home. Santana rolled out of the way. Both men crawl to the corner. Both men make the tag. Smart Mark and Ortiz are now legal. Here comes Ortiz. House of fire. Huge explosion on Smart Mark. Off the ropes. Big diving clothesline. Followed it up with a fisherman suplex. Now Ortiz off the ropes. Big splash in the middle of the ring. The cover one. Two, Myers is in to break it up, though. Of course, here comes Santana. He and Myers going at it, spilling to the outside of the ring. Ortiz goes to the top rope. Big splash coming, but Smart Mark rolls out of the way. Nobody home for Ortiz. Smart Mark again points to his brain. He picks up Ortiz. Looks like it might be a pile driver. Gets him up. Santana makes his way in. Super kick to the back of the head of Smart Mark. So he lets Ortiz go. Smart Mark is staggering. Santana tags himself in. Jumps off Ortiz, who is on all fours. Big senton splash to Smart Mark. Ortiz comes in, picks up Smart Mark in a powerbomb position. Santana to the top rope. Big time. Powerbomb blockbuster combo. Myers trying to get back in, but Ortiz is holding him off the cover. One, two, three. Santana and Ortiz, proud and powerful. Another impressive showing. They've punched their ticket to call your shot in the finals of the Tag Team Championship Tournament. Commercial break. I like it. <clears throat> Segment three. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It's time for singles action as superstars are trying to prove themselves worthy of a spot in the Call Your Shot Gauntlet ladder match for both the men and the women. And first up, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. There's the gunshots. <laughs> And we just blew our pyro budget, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's why there's no opening package. That is correct. <laughs> awesome. Here comes a man who has been very frustrated as of late. The Miz is coming to the ring by Mrs. Miz, Maurice, but no Miz Taraj. I guess they stayed in the back after the verbal abuse they took from the Miz and Maurice last week. 
Bell Sounds, we are underway here. Should be a very technically sound match between these two ring veterans. That's exactly what we're getting. Lockups, headlocks, go-behinds. Finally, Miz seems to have the advantage. Shoots Cody off the ropes, goes for a big boot. Cody ducks, hits the other rope. Springboard, disaster kick. Miz staggers to his feet. He wildly misses. Cody hits a jab, a jab. A jab goes for the elbow, but Miz a thumb to the eye. It doesn't sit well with the crowd or the ref, but Miz continuing on. Kick to the knee, goes for the DDT, but Cody grabs him. Northern Lights suplex the cover. One, two, kick out by the Miz. A few minutes go by. Cody is in control, but Maurice gets up on the apron to distract him. Miz charges in. Cody moves out of the way. Miz, again, almost hits Maurice. She falls off the apron, but she does not get hit. Cody grabs Miz, looking for the crossroads, but Miz kicks Cody right in the head. And again, turns him around. Big DDT. Miz going to the outside, trying to check on his wife, make sure she's okay. But as he raises up, Cody Tope Suicida to the outside, taking out the Miz. What a match so far as we head to commercial break. We are back. Segment four, tail end of the match. This has been very back and forth. Miz shoots Cody to the corner. Cody scales the buckles, going for the Cody cutter. Miz catches him in position, skull-crushing finale, but Cody rolls both of them forward, picks the leg, figure four on the Miz. That's one of the Miz's signature holds as well, but he's got nowhere to go. Center of the ring. But finally, Miz uses that little bit of strength to turn Cody over. Cody has to break the hold because of the advantage. Both men staggering to their feet, trading slow punches, boo, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Cody swings and misses. Miz, super kick to the knee. Here come the it kicks. Maurice gets back up on the apron. The ref trying to get her down. What is she doing? Miz hits a few, winds up for the last one. He misses. Cody grabs Miz, pushes him to the ropes for the O'Connor roll, but Miz takes out Maurice on the apron. Cody with a roll up. One, two, a kick out by the Miz. Cody realizing what has happened. He walks toward the side of the ring where Maurice is with concern, but the Miz from behind skull crushing finale. One, Two, shoulder up. Just barely a shoulder up by Cody Rhodes. Miz goes to the side of the ring. He's just yelling at Maurice. Are you okay? Are you okay? She turns around and she seems to be okay. And Miz says, get up. I need help. Get up. But about that time, Cody's to his feet. Snatches the Miz from behind. Crossroads the cover. One, two, three. Cody Rhodes with a hard-fought victory here on Revolution against the A-lister. Commercial break. Sorry, I didn't get very creative with my commercial spots. That's fine. We are back. I didn't we, either. <laughs> we are back, and we see in the backstage hallway, The Miz and Maurice making their way to the locker room, but they meet Archer and Corbin. Miz yells at him and says, where were you guys? Didn't you see what just happened out there? Corbin says, sorry, Miz, we literally just got here. Marie says, you are here to support my husband. You should be there for his every need. Archer says, wait, every need? We're just hired to protect him, not to help with this tiny. Enough, Miz says. This conversation is over. But next time, you better be where you are supposed to be. What an interesting development with the Miz and the Miz-Taraj. But speaking of interesting developments... Just look at what has happened to this man over the last few weeks. He was seemingly giving a retirement speech, and he was interrupted with this mysterious presence of sorts. And then last week, he was supposed to come out for a match, said he couldn't wrestle, and then a crow showed up that scared him off. But here is Chris Jericho in the ring with a mic. Let's see what he says. Jericho, he says, listen, um, the last couple of weeks... Been a little bit of an anomaly. Chris Jericho's never backed down from a fight in his entire career. But this, whatever this is that's going on, it's something I've never experienced. But you know what? I'm friggin' Chris Jericho. I'm the GOAT. I'm the Ayatollah of rock and roll. I'm the Millennium Man, the man of a thousand and four holds. I have never backed down from a challenge, and I'm not gonna start now. So I demand whatever's going on, whatever this is, let your true colors show. Get out here and face me. No, nothing's going on. 
Jericho says, come on, let's go. Uh oh. There's that strange. The lights are flickering. What is going on? Wait a minute. What? What could it be? No. In the words of Tony Schiavone, it's Sting. <laughs> Sting is here. He has made his way out to the stage here on Revolution. And he points his bat at Chris Jericho. And the lights go out. They come back on. Sting is gone. The crowd is going crazy. Jericho is in shock. We have got to take a commercial break. <laughs> nice Shivani impression, by the way. Thank you. <clears throat> what a show we have seen so far. We are back in segment six, but now it's time for singles action in the women's division as Carmella is already in the ring. Corey Graves chimes in and he says, Tom, you left out the fact that she is the most beautiful woman in all of the PBWF. Tom says, stand corrected, Corey, my bad. The most beautiful woman in all of the PBWF, Carmella. Thank you. Moving right along. Her opponent is the doctor, Britt Baker, accompanied to the ring by her best friend, Chelsea Green. These two women, both unsuccessful in taking the title from Shayna Baszler, but they've decided that their friendship means more. The bell sounds, and we are underway. Carmella trying to use her quickness on Britt Baker, just using short strikes and kicks and then dipping out of the way, not wanting to get caught in that lockjaw finisher. Carmella charges in. Britt goes for the big boot. Carmella ducks, takes Britt down and starts pounding on her. When Britt powers her way out, reverses, and then gets Carmella up, backs her into the corner. Ref calling for a clean break, but a slap to the face by Carmella. Carmella going to the second rope, goes for a crossbody. Britt Baker catches her, hits a huge fallaway slam, paying tribute to the one and only Scott Hall on that one. Britt Baker, she picks up Carmella in a vertical suplex. She holds her up there for what is seemingly forever, really showing her power, finally drops her. What a move. She picks Carmella up, drags her to the corner, up to the second rope. Here we go. Pittsburgh sunrise by the doctor, but she doesn't go for the cover. That's not enough. She's asking Chelsea for the glove. That can mean only one thing. She's got the locked jaw in mind. But from the crowd, Shayna Baszler jumps the barricade. She jumps Chelsea Green on the outside. Britt goes down to get involved. The ref calls for the bell. This one is thrown out. Corey Graves on commentary says, wait. That's a victory for Mella. That should put her in the gauntlet match. Well, Corey, we'll have to wait and see. But for now, the brawl ensues on the outside. Britt, Chelsea, and Shayna Baszler. Here come officials. And Ronda Rousey is right behind them trying to break this up. You can hear Ronda yelling at Shayna saying, let's go. It's not worth it. Let's go. We'll sort this mess out on the other side of this commercial break. We are in the backstage area, and it seems like these four ladies are still trying to go at it, but plenty of officials are separating them, as well as the major players and Adam Cole. You can hear Brian Myers yelling at Chelsea and Britt, saying, come on, let's go. We need you guys for tonight. We're back here at ringside, and it is now time for our Intercontinental Championship Contenders Match. Here comes Tommaso Ciampa, a man who is unable, who has been unable recently to secure a match for the title against his best friend, Johnny Gargano. We'll see if he's got better luck this week, but he's going to be up against a formidable opponent, someone who he doesn't know anything about. Silence. <laughs> what? Yes, sir. What? That's Selena Vega leading the way. That can only mean one thing. Andrade is here. 
on the Revolution brand. It's going to be Andrade versus Tommaso Ciampa. The winner gets a shot at Johnny Gargano next week. We will have this match after this commercial break. We are back. This match is already in progress. What a match it has been. And while we were a commercial, through the crowd, through the timekeeper's area, Taz has made his way to the ring. What is the meaning of Taz? What is Taz doing getting involved in these matches? It's Champa against the debuting Andrade here for a shot at the Intercontinental title. Zelina Vega has made her presence known as well, causing distractions. Andrade has the advantage, gets Champa in the corner, puts him in a tree of woe, goes to the top rope, double stomp on a hanging Tommaso Champa. The cover, one, two, kick out by Tommaso Champa. Andrade signaling for the hammerlock DDT, gets Champa set up. Can, uh, Champa counters, huge back body drop, followed by a huge knee to the face. Champa gets Andrade up on the apron, looking for Willow's Bell. Zelina Vega grabs the feet of Andrade. Champa takes the bump. Andrade gets back in the ring as the ref is arguing with Zelina Vega here. Andrade looking for the double knees to Champa in the corner. He charges in. Champa moves out of the way. Andrade hits the buckle, staggers back, backstabber by Champa, turns it into the bridging Fujiwara armbar in the center of the ring. Nowhere for Andrade to go. Zelina Vega is still distracting the referee. Wait a minute. What? What, what is this? Who's that? That's Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix, the Lucha Brothers, have just come through the crowd and they start pounding away on Tommaso Ciampa. They pick him up. Package, pile driver, drop kick combo. They scurry out of the ring. Referee turns around. Both men are down. Andrade slowly makes his way to his feet. Picks Ciampa up. Hammerlock DDT, the cover. One, two, three. Andrade is victorious, but what is the meaning of the Lucha Brothers? Andrade gets out of the ring. The three of them are walking back up the aisle as Zelina Vega looks at the camera and says, This is the Death Triangle. What an alliance this is as we crash to commercial break. You didn't want to go with Andrade Enterprises? No, I'm good. Thanks. Or what is it called now? The Andrade. I have no idea. Found some foundation. No, that's that's Jonathan Gresham. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't remember what it is. Whatever. Death Triangle's better. <laughs> I stole it. Sorry, Pack. Stole it. Anyway, here we go. Segment nine. We are back, and it's time for our main event matchup tonight. Here come the Poison Pixies reunited. Candice LeRae. And Alexa Bliss. We saw them in an incredible singles match last week. But like I said, still the best of friends. Still a strong unit. They're going to prove that tonight. And their opponents first. Here comes Ronda Rousey, who came to the aid of her longtime friend Shayna Baszler two weeks ago. But they fell short in tag team action last week. Let's see what happens tonight. Here comes Shayna Baszler, our women's champion. Bell sounds. This one's underway. Looks like Rousey's going to start with Alexa Bliss. Alexa charges at Ronda, but she grabs her by the arm and just slings her over her shoulder and slings Alexa again. Alexa tags in Candace. Candace charges in. Same result. Ronda showing her power. Ronda grabs Candace. Looks like she's about to lock in the arm bar, but Shayna tags herself in. She starts going to work on Candace. Rhonda looking a bit frustrated, but she's going to go with it. Shayna picks up Candace, shoots her to the corner. Candace to the second rope, comes off, catches Shayna. Tornado DDT, the cover, but only a one count. Candace tags in Alexa. They take Shayna down, double DDT, followed by a double handspring knees to the chest of Shayna Baszler. Alexa with the cover, one to kick out by the champ. The Pixies are frustrated early as we head to commercial break. We are back. Tail end of the match. The champ is getting worn down here, but she's trying to make a comeback. Huge exploder suplex on Candice LeRae. She's struggling to her feet. Kansas, Candace, I said Kansas again, continues <laughs> to take advantage. She takes her to the corner, going to the middle buckle for Miss LeRae's wild ride, but Rhonda tags herself in. She grabs Candace off the top rope. Piper's pit. She's going for the arm bar, but wait a minute. Here comes Britt Baker and Chelsea Green from the back. 
trying to get involved, but a host of security guards run out and they're trying to hold them back. Rhonda sees this. She gets distracted. Shayna sees it and tries to go after them, but security again trying to separate them. In the ring, though, meanwhile, Rhonda's got her back turned. Poison Rhonda by Candice LeRae. She takes in Alexa. Twisted Bliss from the top rope. The cover. One, two, three. What an incredible victory for Alexa and Candace. They have won this match thanks to the, the distraction by Britt and Chelsea. Shayna sprints back to the ring. She can't believe it. Two weeks in a row, Ronda Rousey's been pinned. Ronda's trying to reason with her, but Shayna decks Ronda Rousey, takes her down, and just starts pounding on her. A frustrated champ gets out of the ring, grabs the mic, and says, Ronda, I never asked for your help. I don't know what you expected. I walk alone. The past is the past, and I'm tired of you trying to hold me back. We both know that you came here for the Revolution Women's Championship. It was only a matter of time, so I'll save us both the headache. Call your shot, pay-per-view. I'll see you there. Wow. Shayna Baszler laying down the challenge. Is our GM going to sign off on that? I'm sure we'll find out very, very soon. Our cameras cut backstage. We see police arriving in the parking lot, followed by a black SUV. It stops. The driver gets out, opens the door, and there he is. The new world heavyweight (laughs) champion has arrived. Matt Cardona is here. And up next, it's a celebration for the new champion. Oh, no. Is this your last segment? Segment 11. Oh, my gosh. We're back and want to let you all know that next week it's official. Our GM, Stone Cold Steve Austin, will finally announce the participants in the Call Your Shot gauntlet ladder matches coming up at the pay-per-view. We will also see the other semifinal match in the tag title tournament, Edge and Christian versus the Lucha Brothers. And as we learned tonight, the newest member of the roster, Andrade, will challenge Johnny Gargano for the Intercontinental Championship next week. But right now, in the ring, we see balloons, a cake, <laughs> huge portraits of our new champ. Most of the heels are in the ring. The major players are there. Britt Baker, Adam Cole, Chelsea Green has the mic. Let's see what she has to say. Ladies and gentlemen, please rise and acknowledge the man who last week dethroned the tribal chief, laid waste to the head of the table, and who took his rightful place as your world heavyweight champion. Please welcome my husband, Matt Cardona. I feel like if Brad were here, the booze would be very loud. It would be great. (laughs) Boo. What a spectacular introduction. Here comes the champ, dressed to the nines, confetti falling from the ceiling. What a his ceiling, not stealing. <laughs> what a historic night in Matt Cardona's career. He has finally won the big one. He steps into the ring and he says, First of all, I would like to thank my wife for that lovely introduction and for always standing by my side. Secondly, of course, my best friends. Brian Myers and Smart Mark Sterling. You guys know what you mean to me. And all of you guys in this ring, well, Adam Cole, I'm not I'm not sure why you're here. And Adam Cole, you see him point to Britt and he mouths, I'm with her. And Matt says, whatever. He says, now I know that there might be some controversy surrounding my victory last week, but Ric Flair didn't win 16 championships without controversy. Shawn Michaels certainly didn't win titles without controversy. So I think it's something we just, we all need to get past. Now of all these people that are here that are important to me, there's one I need to call to the ring and thank face to face because I couldn't have done this without him. Stone Cold, please come out here. Here comes our general manager, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He gave Cardona this opportunity, and Cardona seized it. Matt says, Steve, this opportunity is something I will never forget, and you recognize my hard work. You rewarded it. I'm going to make this brand proud. Steve says, I know you are, Matt. I know you're always ready, and you're going to be a fighting champion, right? Matt nods, and Steve starts to continue. Uh Uh-oh, but he is interrupted. 
Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman stop at the stage. They are all smiles in a much better mood than they were earlier. Roman has a mic and he says, don't mind me, carry on. I just wanted to see all this go down in person. Austin says, fair enough. (laughs) Now, as I was saying, Matt, you're going to be a fighting champion. That starts at the Call Your Shot pay-per-view. Now, yes, your victory had some controversy last week, but the referee's decision is final. However, I have decided that you will defend your championship at Call Your Shot in a rematch against Roman Reigns. But Roman, don't get too excited. Because as I have said, this is the land of opportunity. You have to earn your shot here. And there's a guy on this roster who I feel is just as deserving of the shot, and he's going to get it. So I call your shot in a triple threat match. Matt Cardona will defend the World Heavyweight Championship against Roman Reigns and Adam Cole. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Wow. What a blockbuster by the Rattlesnake. Cardona and Myers are beside themselves. Cole slowly steps out of the ring with a huge smile on his face. That's all the time we got for you tonight. We will see you next week on Revolution. Wow. Adam Cole, baby. I like it. Working his way into the title picture. I like it. Wow, uh, Andrade. I like Andrade. Mm. That was that was that was a nice little moment. A big pop for that Death Triangle. Mm. <clears throat> I have to get used to them being the Death Triangle, yes. but I'll get used to it. That's the real Death Triangle. All right, it makes the most. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm excited for Taz. What Taz is doing and mm. building. Mm. Um, it's very very interesting. Um, <clears throat> Sting popping up wasn't you know yes expected, but I yeah but very cool big pop. Um. Yeah, I like it. I like the fact that Shayna just beat the crap out of Ronda, and Ronda's lost twice already. And yep. that's, that's yeah, I'm I'm enjoying that. So of course you are. Yeah, it's been I, I like it, man. It's a good show. Good. That's awesome. I'm glad. Oh, man, that's. <laughs> I went much longer than I expected, but that's okay. I did too. Yeah. But that's okay. Thanks for hanging with us, for you guys that are listening at BBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us your feedback. We want to hear what you think about the PBWF. Make sure you're tuning in each and every week. Don't want to miss any of the excitement. For Mr. Andy York, my name is Chris Belcher. Thank you for hanging out with us on this edition of the PBWF, the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation. We will catch you guys down the road.